Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Wood. Let's welcome our online audience and those that watch on TV. And if you're online, share it with someone and let them be a part of the service. If you have to text them, call them, wake them up, tell them it's time for church. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. All right. Let's get into our Bible lesson today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we started on Wednesday and we'll continue today. And I trust that it will be a blessing. Turn your Bibles with me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are looking at this word that Jesus uses throughout the Gospels. And the word is proton, P-R-O-T-O-N in the Greek. And it's found in the most popular one that we all know is Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Notice what Jesus Christ says. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. The Bible says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. All these things shall be added to you. The word first there is proton in the Greek. Proton in the Greek. Now, so let's, let's define that word proton. Proton means the first in rank, the first in time, and the first in order. So, you see, if you are, if you are not saved, if you are not a child of God, your, first cho- your choices usually will be between good and evil. You have to choose every day between good and evil. Now, when you become a Christian... Your choices change a little bit. Your choices are now between more of good. And you have to choose between those. And you have to do that. Which one? Jesus helps us throughout the Gospels to determine which ones come first. For instance, you can tell how important you are to people. So for instance, um, occasionally we will have guest ministers come through. Let's say for somebody who is not used to giving offering, and a guest minister comes, and they are so blessed by the ministry of this guest minister that they give this guest minister a Mercedes Benz. (laughs) And then they are not used to giving anything. And then, so the question I will ask myself is, what, what, I mean, I as a pastor, how important am I to you? I stand here and minister to you week after week, Wednesdays after week, Wednesdays. I didn't even, even receive a bicycle tie. <laughs> God wants to be first in our lives. So if I feel that way, imagine how God feels when we put him second. When he's supposed to be first. So it makes all the difference. Again, take another example. We know that it's so important that we start the day with God. When we wake up in the day, our waking moments, our initial waking moments, has to be about God. God comes first before our, the, the well-being of our stomach when we wake up. It, it's at a time to pray, it's a time to read your Bible, and, and, and be God conscious when you wake up first. So, if you don't do that, 
and you step out into the day, why proton? The reason why, the reason why we talk about proton, having a God-first mentality is because one, anything that is not done first seems to lose its significance. So if you wake up and you don't spend time with God and you get out in, into the day and something happens, Let's say there's an accident or something, or something happens. That is not the time that you are going to pause, have your quiet time with the Lord. Even the quiet time knows that this is not the time for quiet time. <laughs> it should have been done first. So Proton deals with, with the foremost, with the, with the first in time, in order. It also means that which is first in rank and value. It speaks of the most important thing and that which precedes all others. In the military, there are different ranks. The general is at a, is at a, diff, a higher rank than the, than the sergeants. So God wants to be first in every area of our lives. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, he is all that we need. This morning, may we receive the grace to put him first in every area of our lives. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Sometimes God is very patient with us. And so if, if anything, one, anything that is not done first, seems to lose its significance. So all throughout this month, we will discover as we study the word of God, I mean, putting God first in our relationships, proton and the kingdom of God, proton and our faults and our problems and our mistakes. The, Jesus keeps using that word all throughout. He talked in, a, in one place, he talked about the fact that when you come and give your offering, your gift, he says, if you remember that someone has something against you, put the gift there and go and go and restore that, fix that relationship and then come back. In every area of our lives, sometimes our faults, our mistakes, he says, you see moat spotters, you see the moat in somebody's eye, but you've forgotten about the beam on your eyes. Fix the beam first before you fix somebody else. So important if, if, for instance, when it comes to choosing a spouse, first things first, first things first, they apply in our relationship. Will this person help me in my walk with the Lord? Before spiritual things come first, before natural things, before you think about, are they taller than me, shorter than me, this, that, beautiful, nice, all that stuff. The first question is, are they a child of God and will they help me in my work with God and in the plan of God for my life? That comes first. That's put on. Very, 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 very important. I pray that in the choices of life, may God help us to put him first in our decision making. That is why, for instance, at the beginning of the year, we sometimes, will, I mean, throughout the year, we we'll fast and pray. But at the beginning of the year, we choose to put him first. We spend time fasting and we spend time praying because we want God to go ahead of us into the year. Very important. And you see, one time, somebody at the end of his life um, said, the greatest regret that I have in life is I've raised children 
that do not that do not serve God. The question becomes, he said, that is my greatest regret, and it's a very bad regret to get to have when you get to that point in life. But the question is, where was God when you were raising up those kids? Did the ballet dancing and everything else come before God? <laughs> You see, it's, I mean, they know ballet dancing, they, they've done this, they've done that, they know all these things. But if they end up not serving the Lord, that's, that's, that's not good. So where was God in the raising of those kids? Think about it. it, it did the sports event come before having them in the house of God? Sometimes things will come up and they'll say, I mean, it's Sunday, it's Sunday morning the only time you can have that, that sport practice. If that's the only time, you take your sports. <laughs> God, meet, God comes first. The time that you're supposed to be in church is the time that the practice it think for the sports can, can, can happen. Please, I'm not interested. God is all we need. Where is, where, where is he on our priority list? He wants to be the most important person. And in the mighty name of Jesus, though you may have missed it, even in the raising up of the kids, maybe you became born, you came into the kingdom of God after those children had grown up. And in the mighty name of Jesus, as you pray for them, I decree and declare, may God get their attention. I said, may God get their attention. And may they come into the kingdom of God. But you see, while they are at a very young age, is where we have to put God first in every area of our lives. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray in Jesus' name, as we put him first, may God surprise us in Jesus' name. Amen. If God is important to us and he wants to be the most important personality, you see, before you step out of the day, you ask God to go with you. When you step back into the house, you, you thank God that, Lord, thank you that you took me and brought me back safely. You are not different from anyone or anyone else on the road. It is only by the grace of God that he takes us and brings us back safely. So when he's foremost on our mind, we give him the first place in every area. Lord, I thank you that I am alive today. Sometimes it's easy to focus on what you don't have. But what do you have? There, some people live on oxygen that is put over them, and they have to pay for that oxygen. The oxygen that you breathe in, they, when, you woke, when we woke up this morning, did God ask us to pay a dollar for that? $10, $100,000. No. It's free and available. So you have all these challenges, but the first thing is, thank you, Lord. First, 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 first. Thank you, Lord, that I am alive today. It is by your grace and by your mercy. This is a verse that helped me greatly in my walk with the Lord. Sometimes, you see, when you are a Christian, like I said, it's, it's, it's the choices that we have, it's, sometimes they are between good and good. I mean, it's, it, which one comes first? 
Sometimes, some things are, are, are not. Notice what, what the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. Notice what he says. He says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. Notice, all things are lawful for me, but not everything is helpful. There are certain things that they are not, they are not helpful. So, I mean, I, I, I know I, I, you can do them. I can do them. But they are not helpful. So, I'm, not go, I'm in order of priority. I am not going to rank it above certain else. I'm not even going to bother about it. Because you and I, I, I believe that our ultimate goal is to be well-pleasing to the Lord. All things are lawful for me, but not everything is helpful. So in my life, in your life, I'm going to go for the things that are pleasing to the Lord. Let's go a step further here. So, so, so you see, if God is important to us and he wants to be the most imp important personality in our lives when you receive even receive food do you may know how many people in the world go without food and are hungry every day so when we receive that food the first thing that we do is to say thank you lord thank you lord i have something to eat when God is the most important person in our life, we want to spend the first of and best of our money on him. Lord, thank you for blessing me with, with the finances. Thank you, Lord, that I want to honor you with my very first and best. You are the one that even provided a job for me to start with. Someone will say, I don't even have a job to start with. Lord, my very first and best belongs to you. And you are, I mean, I didn't come in, into the world with anything. How many of us, when we came into the world, we came with a million dollars? Nothing. <laughs> so everything that we have is God who provided it. So Lord, I honor you. Lord. I give you praise. I honor you with my very first and best because I love you, because I want to see more people hear about the gospel. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Why proton? You see, when things that are supposed to be first, anything that is not done first may never be done. You see, for instance, it, like I was just talking about, in the army, they have a window for people to serve. After a while, they will just tell them, here's a package, thank you for your service, we'll see you. For people that play sports, there is a window that they are very active, that they have to, to train, to do their very best to be in the sports. If at some point, when they get to a certain point, they say, we really have the will to do this, but we don't have the strength to do this. We, we are hanging our boots. 
There is a window of opportunity in our lives where God gives us opportunities for us to do certain things and if we don't do them, it may never be done. It may never be done. You see, sometimes when we delay to do the will of God, when we delay to do what God calls us to do, it may result in a cancellation. May nothing of what God has planned for your life be canceled in Jesus' name. I don't know if you ever, if, if you ever missed a flight. I've never missed a flight. But I hear when you miss a flight, it's not a pleasant experience. Especially when you are sitting there and you, you see that plane that you are supposed to be on up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I'm supposed to be on it's just it's flying away. <laughs> there was a time you were supposed to have been there, checked in, done all those things, and be on the flight. If you are not there and the flight leaves, there are ripple effects. The people that were supposed to meet you on the other side, or the rental car you were going to pick that you had booked, so many things. Just because you delay. So put switch it on God's side. And imagine God. He keeps telling us. There are certain, certain areas he wants us to be, to, to be first in our lives. And all this time. We are delaying. All this time. Sometimes we are not responding. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus when you hear the voice of the Lord. When God gives you an instruction, even as you are sitting under the influence of the word of God. When God gives you an instruction through his word, I pray in the name of Jesus. May it be prioritized. May you not delay and may you accomplish it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Sometimes when it comes to obedience, other people's lives are on the line. And we cannot delay to be obedient in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give you all the praise and the glory. Now, three, talking about proton. It is an insult to give the second place to that which should be first. It, it, it doesn't go down well. <laughs> Let's say you work for me. And every time I give you an assignment, I give you a job to do, I come and you give me all the reasons why the job has not been done. I have to do this for several, I have to do that, 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 I have to do this. Oh, this person, this, 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 the thing that I'm telling them is not important. No, it's not priority at all. So think, think about me, I from a natural standpoint. How much more God? Who wants to be first in every area of our lives? So think, think about me, I from a natural standpoint. How much more God? Who wants to be first in every area of our lives? And we put him second place. Our time belongs to God. Our talent belongs to God. Our treasure belongs to God. There's a window that we must give God our very best. Our, the best of everything. Let's not give God the scraps. No, 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 no. I'm looking at the people who are hungry to please the Lord. 
I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that all throughout our lives we will live to please the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus. You see, when God created Israel as a nation, one of the, th one of the things that he wanted for them to understand was the fact that he was the one that owned them. It's the first of the week, first of everything. He wanted to show them that he owned them in every aspect of their lives. So when they brought God's second best, usually he wasn't very pleased with it. Notice how, what he says in Malachi chapter 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May we not give God the scraps. May we give God the very best of our lives. Malachi 1.6 says, A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts. To you priests who despise my name, yet you say, In what way have we despised your name? You offer defiled food on my altar, but say, In what way have we defiled you? By saying the table of the Lord is contemptible. And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? When you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer a dent to your governor, would he be pleased with you? Will he accept you favorably, says the Lord of hosts. Look at what they are bringing to God. It's an insult to him. He says that, look, if I am a father, where is my honor? If I am a master, where is my reverence? You despise my name. You offer defiled food. But they are bringing blind animals and blind, blind as a sacrifice to the Lord. God says, don't bring them here. You take it to your governor and see if you will accept it. Offer the lame and the sick. They are, it's an insult to God to offer second best. He says, don't bring these things here, please. You go and give it to your governor and see if you will accept it. It is totally unacceptable. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that may we give God our very best. The best of our time, the best of our energy, the strength that we have comes from God. So you see, what is the value of seeking God? If God is all we need, then how do I Put him first. How in my decisions, choosing a marriage spouse, all these things, how the job. You sometimes, sometimes people choose a job and there is no thought of God at all. Or the thought about uh, the first thought is money, how much money I'm going to get. But the move that, that you are making is it being led by God? Is there even a church in the place where you are going, where you can be a part of and develop spiritually? No thought is, I'm moving, I'm getting this. Now when I make this move, I will get more money. No thought of God. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that may, in our decision making, may God be first. I said, may God be first. I said, may God be first. I said, may God be first. So what is the value of seeking God? What is the value and how do I seek him first? In every area of my life, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Number one, fear God. Everybody say fear God. When we talk about fear God, we are not talking about the fear of a rattlesnake. No, no, no. We are talking about a reverence of God. 
Notice what the Bible says in Psalm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 112. Psalm 112. Reverence God in your decision. Psalm 112. Verse 1 to 3. Notice what he says. He says, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendant will be vagabonds on the earth. No. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house and his righteousness endures forever. Blessed is the man, the person who reverences the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandment. That person, whatever God says to that person, is first and most important. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I know I have all these things to do today, but in my working moment, you are first. What is your agenda for today? You delight greatly in his commandments. Oh, that's when you really start living. Seeking him first. He might tell you to be a blessing to somebody today. Having, I mean, God is all you need. The man that is that, that reverences the Lord. Who fears the Lord. For that person, I mean, when they are supposed to be in church and you give them any other alternatives to be, to be around in the house of God, they will tell you no. God is first. And you see, notice what the Bible says. In, it's wisdom to reverence the Lord. Notice what the Bible says. In Psalm 111 verse 10, he says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding of all those who do his commandments, his praise endures forever. The fear, the reverence of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It is a wise thing to reverence the Lord. And he goes, he goes on to tell us also that this wisdom that he's talking about in Proverbs 4 verse 7, he says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, with, getting, with all you're getting, get wisdom and get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It makes all the sense, all the sense in the world to get wisdom. And it starts. With reverencing the Lord. It starts with a fear of the Lord. It starts with putting him first. He says your generation will be blessed. He says you will walk in the blessing. As you reverence God. As you fear the Lord. I see you walking in the blessing. I see you walking in the blessing. I see you walking in the blessing in your family. I see you walking in the blessing in any, every area of your life. Blessed is the, is the man that fears the Lord, that delights greatly in his commandment. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 33. Psalm 33, verse 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy. The eye of the Lord 
is on those who fear him. He will defend them. His eyes are on them. He will protect them. He will take care of them. He is on their side. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as you reverence the Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus, may God protect you. May God defend you. May God's hand be on your life. If you believe that, say amen. Psalm 37 verse 18 to 19. Psalm 37 verse 18 to 19. He says, The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. In the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. Hallelujah. He knows the days of the upright. No matter the hardship that comes on the earth, those who are upright, those who reverence the Lord, those who fear the Lord, the Bible says they will not feel the heat of the famine. They will be satisfied. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray, oh my Lord and my God, may God sustain you in these days and times. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus reverence the lord he knows your days thank you lord jesus too continually seek the lord continually seek the lord notice what the bible says in psalm 34 thank you lord psalm 34 verse 10 he says the young yellow young lions lack and suffer hunger but those who seek the lord shall not lack any good thing <laughs> my lord and my god those who seek the, these are all the benefits these are all the value the value of seeking god in the name of jesus anything that is missing in your life any good thing that is missing in your life any in your family in your health in any area of your life i decree and declare as you seek the lord may you not lack any good thing i said may you not lack any good thing i said may you not lack any good thing i said may you not lack any good thing, you lack any good thing. this week we received the testimony someone testified and said god gave them directed them and led them as to how to manage their mutual funds and as a result they received an income that helped them to pay off an outstanding debt to the glory of god and they, and they said as we've been seeking him in our tithes and offerings god has been leading and has been guiding us I said in the name of the Lord Jesus, as you seek the Lord in the morning, as you seek him at night, as you put him first in every area of your life, may you not lack any good thing in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said may you not lack any good thing in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said may you not lack any good thing in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says, he said that you see, God is not unrighteous to forget. It's an unrighteous thing to forget, but God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. Notice what he says in Hebrews chapter 6. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, he says, thank you, Lord. He says that God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name in that you have ministered to the saints and you continue to minister. You have ministered to the saints and continue to minister. You continue to seek God first. Let's look at this person. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In 2 Chronicles. Thank you, Lord. 2 Chronicles. Somebody say, where, somebody say, where is Chronicles? Uh, right now, it's very easy. With the app, so you, you, can, you, can, you can find it. But it's in the Old Testament. 2 Chronicles, chapter 26. My Lord and my God. This person, Uzziah. Notice what happened to him when he saw the Lord first. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 26, verse 3, he says, Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king. And he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecoliah of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. According to all that his father Amaziah had done. He sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord. God made him prosper as long as he sought the Lord. Notice, he started seeking God at a very young age. He didn't miss his window of opportunity. Thank God, I started serving God at a very young age. When the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ came to me, you see, for me, I don't know about serving God half-heartedly. It's very strange to me. My, I was all in. God is my all. And in the name of Jesus, I, re, I, I remember at the age of 16, 17, sometimes we'll gather on Saturday for a fellowship meeting and when we are done we'll gather our instrument carry it didn't make any difference in whether i was called a pastor or anything no we'll gather our instruments and go into a high school and minister to those kids and we saw so many of them come to the lord and some of them are even pastors today my lord and my god like uzziah at a very young age he became king but when he became king he realized the value of seeking god and putting him first the bible says as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. In the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. I tell you, God is all you need. When you have God on your side, when you have God on your side and you seek him, as long as you seek him, he will make you prosper. He will cause you to walk in the blessing. He sought the Lord. And notice what happened, verse 7. The Bible says, he, say, he says that uh, God, verse 6 says that, now he went out and made war against the Philistines and broke down the wall of God, the wall of Jabne and the wall of Ashdod, and he built cities around Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabians who lived in Gabal and against the Munites. God helped him against the Philistines. Why? Because he was seeking God. We don't have Philistines in our day. I don't have any problems with Philistines. Even if I'm looking for Philistines today, I can't find them. My problems are not Philistines. Your problems are not Philistines. But you have things in your life. How many of us need help from God? 
All of us need help from God. Every single day of our lives, we need help from God. But the key, the key, the key, the key, the key, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. And God helped him against the Philistines. The Philistines were his enemies. The enemies that you face are the enemies of lack. The enemies of, uh, of sickness. The enemies of things coming against you. Bad dreams. Bad, bad, bad visitations of the enemy. Those are the things that you deal with. Uh, sometimes they are the people that you walk with and work with every day. Ah, uh, my Lord and my God. But he says God helped him against the Philistines. In the name of the Lord Jesus. What was his secret? So long as he sought the law. So long as he sought the law. I pray in the name of Jesus that all throughout your life, may you continue to seek the Lord first. May you put him first. May you at no point get to the place where you think you have arrived. Now I'm going to relax. Now I'm going to get away and, and relax on my faith. No. So long as he sought the Lord. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, as you labor for God, as you work for God, as you lay down your life for God, may God help you against the enemies that you face. In the name of Jesus, anything that confronts you today, that seems complex. Sometimes the problems of life seem complex. Like there is no way out. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, this morning receive his help against those enemies. Like he said to Moses and the children of Israel, the Egyptians that you see today, may you not see them ever again. The enemies that confront you, that seem that like there is no way out and there is no solution. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may God help you against those enemies. And may you come out victorious in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. Oh, Lord, I'm getting worked out. My Lord, he helped him against the Philistines. And he goes on to say from verse 9, he says, And Uzziah built towers. Notice this is all as a result of seeking God. He says, he says, he says Also the Ammonite brought tribute to Uzziah. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for he became exceedingly strong. And Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the corner buttress of the wall. Then he fortified them. Also he built towers in the desert. He dug many wells, for he had much livestock, both in the lowlands and in the plains. He also had farmers and vine dressers in the mountains and in Carmel, for he loved the soil. Moreover, Uzziah had an army of fighting men who went out to war by companies, according to the number on their roll, as they prepared by Jael the scribe and Masaiah the officer under the hand of Ananiah, one of the captains. The Bible says, he says that in verse 15, and he made. He made devices in Jerusalem, invited by skillful men to be on the towers and the corners to shoot arrows and large stones. So his fame spread far and wide. Notice this. For he was marvelously held till he became strong. Marvelously held. He invented engines. Ideas that nobody had had coming from God. And he became very strong because he was marvelously helped. I pray may, that be, may you be marvelously helped by God. If, if, you are, if you are trying to move a mountain, if you are trying to move something, and you need help from God, and when God helps you, it becomes very easy. 
Receive his help this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said receive his help this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. He was marvelously helped till he became very strong. But how did it start? Uzziah, he sought the Lord. <laughs> That's what makes the difference. He sought the Lord. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper if if god doesn't help you that you can only go so far you can your strength can only go so far your strength can only make it so far in first Samuel chapter 2 thank you lord your strength can only go so far hannah realized realized this in her testimony after Samuel was born when she was praying and when she was singing a song she got to that place this was her testimony in first Samuel chapter 2 verse 9 he says he will guard the feet of his saints but the wicked shall be silent in darkness for by strength no man shall prevail by strength by natural human strength no man shall prevail unless God helps Unless God comes to your aid, in the name of Jesus, your strength can only go so far. So it, it just makes sense to start with the person that's going to help you. The person that is supposed to help you, if you ignore him, it, it's to your disadvantage. Who is losing out? We need him for everything. It says if you don't cry out, I'll cause the stones to cry out. And I see sometimes we, we get to the place where we think, oh, you, Lord, you stay here. I'm here. I'll figure this thing out my, myself. Sometimes when our kids were, were younger, got to a certain stage, we call them teenage babies. They almost, they almost felt independent. Around a certain, when they want to, two years, around that, sometimes, everything they want to do themselves. And you sometimes you see them struggling and struggling. You say, let me help you. No, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> And the whole time we are offering to help him. He was marvelously helped till he became very strong. Because the truth of the truth of the matter is, Zechariah 46 says, It is not by might, it is not by, my, by your power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. When you have God's help, it makes all the difference. Receive his help this morning in Jesus' name. I said, receive his help this morning in Jesus' name. Psalm 127 verse 1 says, Except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except God keeps the city, the watchman stays up in, in vain. Your ADT, your safe, whatever doesn't, doesn't count. <laughs> May we receive his help in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your effort to build a great business, build a great family, whatever, if God is not first there, it, it's, it's an exercise in futility. At some point, like the Tower of Babel, it will crumble. And then finally, <clears throat> acquaint yourself with God. Acquaint yourself with God. What is the value in there? Acquaint yourself with the Lord. Job chapter 22, my Lord. Job 22, 21. Thank you, Lord. Get, get on familiar terms with the Lord. Verse 21. Job 22, 21. He says, Now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Evil will come to you. No, 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 no. Get, get, acquaint yourself with the Lord. Receive instructions from his mouth. 
and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tents. This is a time to return to the Lord. If you return to him, you will be built up. If you return to the Lord, you will be built up. And he says, you will remove iniquity far from you. Look at all these benefits. Then you will lay your gold in the dust. And the gold of Ophir among the stones of the brooks. Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. Acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. I speak peace into any storm in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Get on familiar terms with him. Receive the instruction from his mouth. Practice a lifestyle that whatever pleases God, pleases you. Whatever God is interested in, that's what you are inter in interested in. Let everything about God excite you, including his plan and his purpose. When you get to that place, when, oh my Lord and my God. You see, the moon that doesn't struggle to shine. It just aligns with the sun. And it begins to shine. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Seek after him. No wonder the psalmist said in Psalm 63 verse 8. Psalm 63 verse 8. He says, my soul, the, King James, the new King James says, follows, I like the King James. This one, I'll go, I'll go the classic one. He says, my soul follows hard after thee. Your right hand upholds me. That's the kind of people that God is looking for in these days and times. My soul follows hard after you. <clears throat> you are the one that I seek. In the name of Jesus, in this season, I see an army of hard followers of the Lord. Nothing else matters more than God. God, you are all I need. I need you every hour. My soul follows hard after you. You are my reason for living. You are my reason for existing. In my going in and in my coming out, you are the one on my side. You are the one that keeps me. My soul follows, 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 follows. Hard after you. Oh, my Lord and my God. My soul. Follow. So acquaint yourself with the Lord. Get on familiar terms with Him. They are so. Even if there was, even if, even if there was no benefit, it just fellowship like stripping with God. It's good enough. So no wonder Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter twenty-two. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. In verse 35, he says, Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the proton. This is the first. And great commandment. And the second is similar. 
like to it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. First things first. First things first. When you love somebody, you want to spend time with them. Spend time with them. Lord, I love you. It's not, not just love with the mouth, but love springing from the heart. It says love God with your all. Love God with your all. All your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Your, the best days of your life. It's yielded to the Lord. Lord, I'm not going to give you the, scrap, the scraps of my life. The days when I have the strength, when I have the energy to serve you and to go all out for you. Lord, I yield it to you completely. Love the Lord with your all. This is the first. This is the first. This is the first. Uh, and the second flows from the first. Now you can love the people around you. We'll get into that next week. But but he started. He says, "On these two hang all the law and the prophets, all the promises, all the covenants, all 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 everything hangs on these two. So seek it first. Let it be the first. The love question must be settled. God, you, you, God is all you need. It's like the curtain rod. He says, on these two hang all the law and the prophet. The curtain rod, your, your curtain hangs on. If it's not in place, you better, better leave the windows alone. <laughs> on these two, a God-first mentality. God, my all, my time, my talent, my treasure, and now all belongs to you. And as you do, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am so excited this morning. May you see the hand of God at work in your life. Now you see that when you seek him first, everything else will be added. Everything else will be added to you. As you seek him, they that seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Anything that needs to be added to your life in this season as you seek God and seek him first, may it be added to you in your life. Anything that is lacking, that is missing, that is supposed to be yours. As you seek the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus, may it be added to you in Jesus' name. Why do I scream and yell and get all excited about God? <laughs> it's because I love him. It's because he's done so much for me. It's because he means so much to me. I wish I, wish I could stand. Sometimes I, I, I had a group and I, I want to look at it and scream to the world. Like I'm doing now. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Let him be your all. That's when you start enjoying life. Get excited about God. Let everything about God excite you. Amen. I almost don't want to stop. But we have to stop somewhere. We'll continue. We have a whole month to talk about this. We'll answer the question, why seek ye first the kingdom of God? Next week, Sunday, we'll talk about the proton and your relationships. And how it impacts every area of our lives. We are in for a treat this month. Amen. I said we are in for a treat this month. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. 
we will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 